You are listening a Red FM original. Guts, glory, gumption. The voice of Indian sports with Rika Roy on the Red FM podcast network. Murli Shri Shankar, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast. We are calling Guts, Glory, Gumption, where we are shining the light on the Tokyo Olympic bound athletes and also the athletes who are preparing for podium finish in uh, the next few years. Uh, Shri Shankar, you have just created a national record earlier this year, 8.26 meters and you qualified for the games firstly. Big congratulations to you. Uh, tell us how was that experience because it is a record that is even better than the Asian Games gold medalist. Yeah, I feel really happy to break the national record once again. Uh, I was uh, chasing for this mark for almost uh, one and a half years because 2020 was normally a zero year for me uh, because of no competitions due to COVID. So I was patiently waiting for a right opportunity to strike at the gas pedal and uh, I'm happy that I could, I was able to do it in the third competition itself. I'm really happy that I could do it in during March itself because uh, now we have all these uncertainties here. The COVID cases are rising up. So I feel that I am uh, I did a good job qualifying the early stage of 2021 so that I can prepare towards the Olympic Games rather than focusing on the qualifying once again. So I'm really happy that I was able to make it. I made fine adjustments in my technique and my strength abilities during the lockdown. That has helped me a lot and I'm really happy that I was able to do it during the Federation Cup. You mentioned about COVID and 2020 being a year when you did not have any competition. And that means it must have been doubly tough for you having no competitions, preparing for uh, a qualification and then, you know, striking this mark. Yeah, certainly, because uh, not only for me, every athlete in this country or all over the world faces this issue, but uh, we never stopped training. What what we did was we assumed that there is some competitions uh, going up. So we prepared according to that. So it's like we had like three periodizations from 2020 to 2021 till I competed. We had almost like three periodizations where we assumed that we had a kind of competitions uh, so that we don't lack the motivation to training and also uh, we were focusing on in every individual uh, strength aspects uh, so that I, I'll be able to build myself properly. And 2020 was really a tough one for me because uh, at first uh, we were told that our competition will resume in June, but it didn't happen. Then we are told that in September we will have the competition, but again, uh, it didn't happen. Uh, it's a kind of two or three periodizations where, where we assumed that we had competition and we prepared according to that, but we didn't have any competitions. And uh, 2021, we are sure that since the COVID cases were going down, though, that time we are sure that the uh, events will be happening. And I would really like to appreciate Athletic Federation of India for safely conducting all the three Indian Grand Prix and also Federation Cup during uh, February, March in a most befitting manner so that uh, we athletes get an ability to showcase our performances, showcase all the results of our hard work in the competitions. And uh, with my hard work, I was able to qualify for the Olympic Games. That's such a good news that you are there. But, you know, Sri Shankar, you mentioned about COVID cases. The cases are rising once again across India. Some cities are under lockdown. What is it like in Palakkad where you are training with your dad? And are you confident of your training, the pace of your training continuing? Yeah, certainly, because uh, the cases of COVID rising is, is a concern for me, but uh, not it doesn't matter. It doesn't bother my training at all. The pace of my training still goes as it is uh, because my dad is always there with me. He plans in such a way that my training is never interrupted. And also right now we have night curfew from 9 to 5, so our training is no, no way going to be affected. 
and also we are planning to set up a, a different kind of personal uh, weight training system for me within my house a big structure so that uh, in the even in the coming few months or coming few years i won't uh, need to more for constantly rely upon other facilities i'll be able to continue the pace of training in a proper way towards the olympic games because uh, you know now the covid cases are rising steadily and it's it won't be quite feasible enough to travel around the country or even in fact travel around the world to train no location is safe now because the in, during the second wave we found the new variant new mutations and also right. it's a bit worrying at the same time uh, but uh, at the same time olympics is coming up it's a big event it comes only once in 4 years and now it has come once in 5 years so uh, i was as a young kid i was eagerly, eagerly waiting towards the olympic games and i really worked hard for this so uh, i i couldn't just keep my pace of my training go down so mm-hmm. i'm really optimistic and hopeful towards the tokyo olympics so it is going to be your first olympic games and uh, you know people who go to first olympics uh, they are normally overwhelmed by the aura of the olympics and also you've grown up with you know five olympic rings in front of you have you prepared to you know be greeted by that aura of the olympic games you know a lot of our athletes what i've heard from them is that they're so overwhelmed by the olympics itself and being in the olympic village that performance doesn't matter what matters to them at that stage is participation Uh, but uh, yeah olympics is definitely a big thing but uh, i'm not just going there to fill the spot of the long jumpers there i i really want to do something for the country i am really confident that i'll be able to do it considering the fact that i competed in the 2019 world championship where i had a similar kind of aura where i competed with all the top class athletes so i i've, I've got an experience of what co- higher level competition looks like so i am also training myself mentally towards competing in the olympic games and uh, and having a good jump there and also mm-hmm. if i am fortunate enough to get some good quality european competitions during uh, end of may to june i am pretty sure that i'll be able to do something big for the country i am uh, i'm aiming at least a top 6 finish at least a top 6 finish and uh, definitely my aim would be to be on the podium shishankar uh, your dad has been uh, a national and international triple jumper before and he's the one who trains you what is it like to be trained by a parent actually it's it's very difficult because uh, uh, <laughs> both aspects you have to look into he's also your father he's also your dad but it's a kind of blessing in disguise for me because he's there 24/7 with me uh, monitor my training monitor my sleep monitor my recovery process everything so he plans out training accordingly according to my body condition what i need and also my mom uh, take care of my food requirements like i i work with a nutritionist so she prescribes the diet to my mom she cooks uh, food accordingly she she was also a former international athlete so she was a sprinter right she was an 800 meter runner and she was okay. also in the national camp with prominent athletes so both my parents uh, are quite influential in my career guiding me how top athletes in our country like pt usha ma'am shinilson and i'm used to be on them on those days their uh, dedication their kind of mental aspect in training everything they used to explain me a lot and uh, as a kid i grown up uh, hearing stories about all our major athletes all the major international athletes like my dad always uh, have a track of uh, not only the jumps but all the events in track and field what's happening all through the years so my dad used to explain me how these athletes used to train how these athletes developed their strength and also i as a young kid i grew up hearing all those things so being dad as my coach is a kind of blessing in disguise for me shishankar you've uh, actually grown up uh, in an athletics ecosystem and the fact that you mentioned about shiny wilson my next question is about the jersey 
that she got uh, for you from the 2008 Olympic Games, a certain Usain Bolt, and you kept wearing and wearing it. Yeah, sure. Like uh, she's very close to my family. Like uh, uh, she's very close to my mom. Uh, they were together in the national camp for so many years, and um, she, she's like senior to my mom, and she's like an elder sister to my mom. So when Shaini Wilson ma'am went to London Olympics in 2012, she knew that that used to be the time where when I used to compete as a young kid in all local competitions. But I was winning every time. I was quite interested into track and fields, and uh, I always used to watch Usain Bolt video in YouTube and uh, cut all the paper cuttings and stick in my study desk. And also, she was she knew very well that I am a big Bolt fan. And when she went for the London Olympic Games, uh, she bought a Usain Bolt edition T-shirt for me, which I used to wear during competitions. When I used to go for the competition, I used to I always used to wear that, and uh, I still keep it as a memory because uh, she bought it for me uh, from the London Olympic Games as a Bolt edition T-shirt for Puma. I really liked it a lot. And is that your lucky charm? It used to be my lucky charm those days, but uh, now since I've grown up, it's uh, it's not fitting me well. <laughs> What is your lucky charm now? There is nothing like that uh, now. It's more like I believe in my hard work rather than in luck. I know that if I have worked hard enough, then uh, I definitely get the results. So that's the kind of mindset I have now. Shishankar, you have grown up in a family that has told you about Olympics with Olympic dreams, dreams of Olympic podium. Do you think you know growing up, this kind of a mentality, this kind of a mindset is needed for anyone who ultimately wants to achieve uh, that podium finish? Yes, certainly. Because uh, as a young kid, I grew up. Watching sports, hearing sports in a sporting ecosystem. Like not only my parents, my entire family. Like my parents, my father's brothers, everyone were involved in sports. My cousin brothers are involved in sports. So whenever we used to gather together, we only used to talk about sports. Like how the players played in basketball, how it's happening in IPL, and how athletic season is going up. So I always used to discuss that. So athletics is all around me. Like uh, there were never a opinion of no when it came to me doing my athletic career. My parents were quite mm-hmm. supportive. My family were quite supportive. Uh, my parents know how much works and work and hard work it takes to make a big athlete out of me. Like uh, as an as a young kid, my dad uh, made quite emphasis on my fundamental aspects of training, like the running mechanics, the jumping mechanism, and also my dad built me up in a proper way so that I'm quite technically efficient enough to compete in an international level. So growing in in that system has enabled me to achieve uh, some good performances in the recent past, and I'm pretty sure that and the, that system will also take me to higher level also. You've also made uh, certain technical adjustments uh, in your uh, run during uh, the last few months, isn't it? And that. Help you achieve that qualification record? Yes, certainly. Yeah. Uh, when my dad was there during the uh, the Federation Cup, like uh, he was feeling that I was not attacking towards the board. Like uh, I was hesitating towards the takeoff board. Like when I explain you long jump, long jump is like you run, mm-hmm. uh, you run and take off from a white mark in front of the jumping pit. Like you have to take off from the white mark. You you shouldn't cross the white mark. Uh, you shouldn't step on the red line. And you have to jump from the white line and uh, make a big jump. So that's how we explain long jump in layman terms. Uh, and there but, are five uh, jumps. There, there are, are six jumps, jumps in total. Six, six jumps, and the best of yeah. six is considered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like all the athletes competing in the long jump will be given three chances. Then after the three chances, uh, the best eight competitors, according to their performance, will be given the next three chances. So in yeah. that way, three plus three jumps we will be getting. Mm-hmm. So during the Federation Cup, I was not. 
fully accelerating or attacking towards the white line like i was hesitating towards the board in the fear that i may fault the jump so my dad made some technical good technical corrections that has clicked at the right spot because uh, from the first jump i was crossing 8 meters like even the jump uh, which i never felt satisfied went over 8 meters so that was a real good positive sign for me like i knew that i knew pretty well that that day i was going to break the record even my dad told me after the first jump that today is your day you have to utilize it at any cost like uh, he made that fine adjustment in the runway and uh, in, during the fifth jump it i sustained more in the air and i got the big distance is there a pressure sometimes when dad says today is your day and you have to make it when he says that today is my day and i feel more confident because uh, he's more realistic he never says that okay you are going to jump 1 meter ahead of your pb he never says like this he's always realistic he never overestimates or underestimates in you if, if, even if my day is bad he says today is not your day so we will plan accordingly like that he used to tell during the competitions don't stress too much like that he used to give some minute tips so that i optimize my performance that was an additional mental um, booster for me like he he told that today is your day you can do 835 840 then that was mm-hmm. really a motivating factor for me what i understand is that both your parents mom and dad are your coaches one takes care of your technical aspect and the other your food and nutrition but do the roles interchange at any point no 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 the roles always the role is always the same <laughs> like my like my dad always used to take care of my training and other aspect my mom always take care of my nutrition the preparation like, yeah definitely one takes care definitely. of the training the other takes care of the preparation right yes certainly like my mom used to just visit my room during night at 1 o'clock or 1:30 just to make sure that i am asleep <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a kind of uh, that's a kind of system we have at our home like my dad always want me to have lunch before 1:30 in the afternoon so after that he, he just let me sit only for half an hour then i i have to take that mandatory midday nap before the training so that's a it's a kind of strict routine i have but i'm i'm getting results with that strict routine so i'm really happy with that uh, are there other sports that you follow srishankar Uh, the other sport i follow mostly is basketball and cricket to be honest i'm a big fan of basketball and both cricket also and kobe bryant you've also followed his career very closely and the mamba mentality yes certainly because he's is such a kind of a person we as an athlete everyone looks up to him his mentality his work ethics is quite incredible and uh, what he has achieved on and off the field is something really great and unfortunately is no more with us but uh, his life and his legacy will be cherished by all the athletes not only in basketball but also in the other field for the years to come did his mamba mentality have an influence on you definitely because uh, you see kobe bryant is such a player like um, no nothing can affect him he's such a gifted player he's such a hard working player even if he has an injury he makes sure that he gives 100% for his team so in one interview when an interviewer asked like uh, you have an injury then how do you manage to play for your team so he was saying that uh, suppose you are having an injury like you have a hamstring injury then your house is in fire your family is there so you just can't simply take rest you all you just forget about the injury injury and try to save your family so that kind of mindset he has got and also his work ethic is like he he wakes up at 3 o'clock he trains 4 to 6 come home take breakfast train again from 10 to 12 then again takes rest train from 4 again 3 to 5 trains then again takes rest then it's again 9 to uh, 9 to 11 trains so it's something very incredible like uh, 
uh, how much a human body can push themselves to optimize their performance and kobe bryant is a example of how your tough mentality can make you the best in the game so that's mm-hmm. why not only me my my cousins and my family everyone looks up to kobe bryant as the greatest player of all time and what about cricket uh, let me ask you your uh, cricket favorites in cricket uh, i i used to follow cricket for for from a long time like initially i i really enjoyed playing cricket with my friends and uh, as of today like i i really like uh, virat kohli sir like uh, his batting his performance his aggression on the field like when he when he settles in the field he settles in the pitch then the game is all his like his shots are such such a masterclass i would like to say and now the cricket has come a long way from from all the slow formats to the aggressive formats so that has made cricket quite interesting with all the ipl big bash league and all with all great players coming up it's it's such a it's nice to see cricket also now do you have your eyes on the ongoing ipl do you have a favorite team in that yeah sure i support rajasthan royals uh, because uh, our kerala captain sanju samson is playing so <laughs> we support rajasthan royals uh shishankar let me ask you since you follow so many other sport was there a time when you had an option to choose one sport or the other was there or was it always going to be athletics for you i honestly i never thought about as another career apart from athletics because I, I, actually i started i i felt that athletics should be my passion rather than my profession because i prefer to give equal importance to my academic part also that's what my mom and dad always used to say like you have to give equal priority to both your academics and your sport sports should always be your passion i never thought in my wildest dreams that as a young kid sports would be my profession like i wanted to be an olympic athlete but i never thought that i would take it to a professional level but now uh, it has come to a professional level that i am only focusing on sports i am really happy that i have made a good career decision because things are working out pretty good for me i am sure that i am going in the right path and mm-hmm. uh, then a, a, an option of a second career never appeared to me even once because uh, i am quite interested into basketball but uh, my dad told that you are not tall enough for basketball so okay basketball close what's your height by the way i am only like uh, 178 cm so i am not that uh mm-hmm. tall enough for basketball and also basketball requires a uh, different kind of basics and skills which i mm-hmm. have to learn from a young child itself and my basics in basketball is very very poor according to my dad's opinion my dad got some <laughs> real good basketball like uh, he he got some real basketball fundamentals when he was in sports school he was taught mm-hmm. by former national coaches so he is a good basketball player so according to him my uh, my technique is i mean fundamentals in basketball is too bad so I never thought to take basketball as my career and even in fact cricket because I never went for any coaching or I never looked up into cricket as a profession so athletics was only the first priority in my mind and uh, you uh, spoke about academics you are doing your bsc in maths right yeah exactly yeah how's that going and when do you have the time to do your academics now uh actually it's a proper planning that matters uh, because uh, right now i'm in my final year and my exams are coming up Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, now it got postponed due to co- rising covid cases we have our offline exams not the online exams like other university we have to go to college and write but it's now a bit taxing because of the fact that i'm preparing for olympic games and i i need to focus on my training aspect preparing for a big event it's not like you just train for only 4 and 1/2 hours it's 24 hour clock that matters in which includes your recovery nutrition diet strengthening uh, training part mobility recovery everything that includes during the 24 hours it's a 24 hour circle and during the 24 hour circle it's also important that you find some time for yourself to mentally mentally and physically relax 
so that also matters and uh, during that time i have to find some time for my academic part also and this is my final year and i i should give some importance to my academic part also so but i am able to manage both luckily and my exams got postponed some why a bsc in maths is that something you like uh, doing maths yeah sure because maths is my favorite subject uh like uh, firstly i i joined for engineering at first uh, but uh, due to some attendance shortage issue i have to drop out my engineering course firstly i thought i would join for physics but uh, due to we have like two or two or three lab like physics and chemistry lab but uh, i i again felt that it would be taxing if i go for so many competitions and if i miss so many labs and all it would be some uh, it's a great problem for me so i i thought that okay let's do maths maths is also my favorite subject so i'm i'm comfortable with it Sushantan have you ever realized that if you have science as your background if you have a scientific mind that helps you in your sport have you kind of ever thought about that realized yes, that yes sure because there are there are lot of aspects in science where we can apply uh, right. directly into our uh, field uh, i mean like my profession what long jump or what other events like biomechanics is all about science uh, that's exactly. the primary, main principle we have to adhere to during the training like all the high performance directors high performance coaches what they are using to evaluate athletes is based on biomechanics so that mm-hmm. that practically comes from science uh, like it's right. it's basically maths and physics only mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if if we if we are learning science then uh, there are certain aspects we can apply onto the field like uh, basically what i felt what i have applied is uh, the take off velocity the take off angle uh, right. the distance and the approach everything like it's a calculated thing it's all mm-hmm. like uh, like when we go deep into the sport like any sport you take javelin throw or you take sprint events or you take long jump or triple jump it's more scientific so all the little basic aspect comes from science only whether the it's a technical aspect or whether it's a strength training aspect there are a lot mm-hmm. of scientific aspect you need to think into like when we are considering the strengthening aspect you have to consider the uh, what different kind of muscles are made of what group of muscles are being affected when we do this kind of training what's the impact of this exercise on these group of muscles and how muscular contraction takes place during the workouts etc etc so that has quite helped me a lot in analyzing what what suits me best what's not what doesn't suits me best fabulous uh, it's it's a great great insight to have and it's going to help you in, for a very long time long long way into your career having a scientific mindset and you know analyzing things uh, mathematically the way you do shishankar one last question i know your dad is your coach your mom helps you in preparation is there any other external help that you've got during the course of your preparation for the games from any private agency from sai from anyone else who's kind of come around to help you i'm sponsored by jsw sports we have a great institute based uh, based in bellary inspire institute of sports mm-hmm. which is the only private high performance institute which we have in our country and to be honest if we have more such institutes in our country then we are going to have many many medalists in the olympic games in the next few years and they are really mm-hmm. professional and uh, they are really helping me uh, to get some international competitions abroad uh, they are also helping me financially every month and uh, during a uh, during the 2019 season due to jsw sports i was able to get some good quality international tournaments heading towards the world championship so that mm-hmm. has helped me a lot getting good, good international exposure events and also i get support from sports authority of india i am an athlete under top scheme and also athletic federation of india also helped me a lot like they have given me permission to train under my father at my hometown itself so that i was i am able to 
pursue my education part also so i am really thankful to them also but lovely talking to you sri shankar a mathematician athlete and i hope and pray that you return from the games with a medal thank you so much and wish you all the best sri shankar thank you thank you so much you were listening a red fm original guts glory gumption the voice of indian sports with rika roy on the red fm podcast network